This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. And hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Danielle. And we just got back from the beach, and Danielle is evening out very nicely. <laughs> That's because Danielle got burnt. Jamie did not. Jamie said 75 SPF on your face <laughs> and 100 all over your body 17 times. <laughs> you know what? I was actually fine. Well, let me start with this. I have not been on a vacation in forever. The last time I went to the beach was in 2018. In 2019, I tried to go on the beach and went down to the beach and threw my back out and had to come home. And so Danielle was very upset that <laughs> she didn't get to go. So I have not been on an actual real proper vacation until June, except, well, I went and saw my grandparents in June 2017. So the first time I'm now getting away again to yes. go to the beach for the weekend. And to tell you guys the truth, if you get a chance to have a girls weekend, do it. Because it was, except for that moment where we were couldn't find karaoke. It was very Ugh. relaxing. There was no stress. It was a good time. Everybody got along. We had such a nice time. And it was a great girls weekend. And I don't do them enough. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I'm always worried about, you know, oh, I want to go on vacation with Paco. Yeah. And to be honest, I miss Paco, but I didn't feel like I needed to rush back to him. Right. Like, we had a really good, relaxing, fun time, except for when we tried to find karaoke. So, Jamie tries to find karaoke. I wanted to go to the sandbar so bad. By the way, sandbar um, in Ocean City is the best karaoke show, but they got a problem with updating their shit because we Ubered $38 to get to the fucking sandbar, and then an update that they were closed because of COVID. Yeah, and so then you get all the way over there, and you're like, well, did they just not open yet? Because now everybody's got all these weird temporary hours right. for COVID, which is stupid, by the way. Thank you very much. Yes. I can see the bar thing. I get it. But, like, clothing stores and all that, and banks. Like, why do you have – what is what difference does it make? Like, the banks won't let you in, right? Right. You're not allowed to go in there unless you call for an appointment. Right. So most of them all have to go to the drive-thru, but now they shorten their hours, and it makes no sense. It's like if they're going through the drive-thru, what the fuck does it matter? Right. See what I'm saying? It's like, it's really stupid. So they closed down. Mm-hmm. And then this hussy made me walk 7,000 miles. It was eight shoes. blocks. And we were both in heels. Which Those is, were long walks, though. They were. I didn't think it was going to take that long. And no. then we get to another bar that's supposed to have karaoke. It was literally like almost a mile. If not yeah, a mile. It was at least a in mile. Heels. In and heels. In heel heels. But they were heels enough. And they were not the proper shoes. And we took the time to do our hair and our makeup. But by the time we got to this other bar and it all melted off. Because it was fucking 9 million degrees outside. So we get there, and there we sit down. I'm like, do you have karaoke? And she's like, oh, no, we just stopped it this weekend. And I was so mean to that waitress. And I was like, y'all people need to learn to update your fucking Facebooks. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Because we specifically went all the way down there then to find it. But then the saving grace was Jerry Jams. Hi, Jerry. Yeah, and his band, Deviant by Design. Oh, my God, I love them so much. I know, just happened to be playing, uh, what were they called? Uh, it was the Crawl, the Crawl Tavern. The Crawl Tavern, right? And it was so funny because he was like, hey, if you guys are going to be down there anyway, you should come. And I'm like, oh, we already have plans. I'm sorry. But, you know, what are the odds? You know what I mean? That everybody would be down there at the same time. It was fate. And then we ended up there. It was fate for me to meet Greg, the bass <laughs> player. <laughs> oh, my God. She was 
so stuffed up his butt. I did. So he was so fantastic. I love that he was like jamming and he was like so into it when he was playing that bass. And yeah. I just, he was a character. And I freaking loved that he was a character. And I was like, he is my favorite member of this band. Like, he is just getting into it. And then me and Jerry started talking. And I really like Jerry, like, as a person. I think he's so interesting. And, you know, Brian looked like Bill Clinton. And <laughs> but, 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 he looked like Bill Clinton with, like, semi-long gelled hair. Yes. Only in the very front part of his face. Did, I mean, just the face part. Nothing else he about him but, like, Bill Clinton. Like, Bill Clinton crossed with the guy who played Sean as Sean of the Dead. Okay. That British actor. That was kind of his look. I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought he was a good time. No, he was a good time. You were so funny. You were like, I love him. I think you should, I think you should definitely be with Jerry. Like, it was just so funny. (laughs) And And I'm like, oh my God. And I really like Paul the drummer because he was getting it in too. And like, nobody was really giving Paul any love. And I was like, Paul is a fucking rock star. (laughs) Like, the whole band was so good and they played like... 80s, like, hair band and pop music and Rosanna, Rosanna. That was right. stuck in my head for, like, three days. <laughs> and it's only been two days since we've well, seen Well, remember there was, like, an older guy that came up and was dancing, and he had, like, a long white braid or something? Oh, yeah, or not he even a long totally white, had, he had like, a mullet. ponytail. And, but he had, like, a hat on, and he had, like, a ponytail through the back, and you guys were dancing. And then it was almost like your drunk ass realized what you're doing, and then you're just like, oh, no, bye. And you, like, turned around and walked away. It was, like, so abrupt, but in the meantime, you're like, yeah, you're getting your 80s white girl flash dance on. I was. You were doing it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm with this lucky guy. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. And, like, I and met, she just ran away. I so met funny. everybody in that bar. Oh, I know. You're like, I met so many people. Yeah, Jamie's a social butterfly as it is, but add alcohol, and I will be friends with everybody in that bar. Like, I was best friends with everybody. <laughs> when, we, when we left, we left. Oh, wait, Jerry had on his blue suede shoes. He did. He was actually wearing blue suede shoes. Yes, he was wearing blue suede shoes. So, uh, and then you made it, and you're like, are you wearing blue suede shoes? And he was like, yeah, and he took one off and showed it to you, and you're like, I love you. You're like, <laughs> so and then it was time to leave and we had to get another uber and at first they were like yeah we don't have anybody available for you and i'm like oh my god we're gonna be stuck here so because now i'm like not quite drunk but i'm not sober either right you know what i mean i'm in that like really like it would have taken a highly nice to drunk area and I'm it would have like, taken us 19 hours I was like, I'm not back. walking anymore, you walking ass bitches. Because <laughs> we were with our friend, friend Lori and Sally were with us too. And they're like so calm about it all. And me and Jamie are like the princesses of the weekend. <laughs> they're like the quietest people. They have nothing to say. Everything's easy going. And me and Jamie are like, I'm not walking anymore. This sucks. Ah. Like it was just so funny. So then we finally get one. And his name is Big Epson. Like Epson salt. And he was sexy. But Epsom salt is with an M on the end. And Doesn't his matter. is big Epson. And so he shows up and he's in a, um, oh my God. What was he in? He was like, in, <laughs> he was in a big He was ass, a suburban. A suburban. That's what it was. The new and suburban. And then we were like, we feel all special. We feel like we have the secret service drive at his home. And like, we're like special people. Then we were talking about the, the freaking place. The, he, this is bulletproof glass. We can get shot up. And he's like, please don't shoot up my shit. The only things I wanted to do when we were going down to this ocean city is I wanted to go to the sandbar and I wanted to go to the general's kitchen. So Saturday morning we wake up and we decide that that's pretty far. We don't want to go all the way down to Ocean City because we were in <laughs> Fenwick. So we'll go across the street to the little family restaurant across the street. Well, the family, the whole restaurant's open. And where'd they see us, Danielle? 
Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's right. Sorry. The guys are here demoing my countertops. Um, no. So we get in there. The whole entire um, restaurant is completely open and they sit us next to the kitchen. And I feel like such a dick because I'm like, how are you going to just park me next to the kitchen? <laughs> it's like my most, I hate being next to the kitchen because all you hear is all the bustle right, and, and hustle that, and the doors are opening right. and closing. It's like the entire fucking restaurant was completely open. And they're like, I know where we're going to sit these bitches over by the kitchen. And so then I'm like, of course they stick us over there. And everybody's like, well, it's fine. It's no big deal. And I'm like, so I'm the Karen of the morning. <laughs> so we, we order breakfast. And first of all, their fried potatoes, it looked like they just <laughs> took a whole potato. Cut and it in fours. And cut it in it. fours and dropped it into the deep fryer. <laughs> and then the eggs. <laughs> Danielle's eggs were like sponges. And it, it tasted weird. They tasted like they were bad. Like the spongy, whatever they used for it, I, it was so bad. What were they, it was, the restaurant was like Warren's something. Yeah, it was Warren's family restaurant or something. Yeah. And it, like I had chip beef gravy, so you can't really mess that up. But all in all, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst possible thing that could have happened. But, it was a know, very thin gravy, though. Yeah, it was like, a very thin gravy. But I was like, you know what? Forget it. We're just going to eat. And then, you know, that's what it was. So then we go to the beach. And me and Lori are very fair-skinned, and, and we burn very easily. So we were there, um, we probably left, what, about an hour before you guys did? Yeah. So we leave Danielle and Sally on the beach for about an hour. We go back, and I was like, let me order lunch. So I order lunch, and I order two salads, one for Danielle, <laughs> one for Lori. I order a cheesesteak for me and Sally to split because I can't eat a full cheesesteak, and I order some French fries. So they bring everything. I meet them in the lobby. They didn't have any silverware. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I was like, I hope they bring silverware. And they're like, why wouldn't they bring silverware? And so, then they didn't. So then they didn't bring silverware. So I go in and I ask the people for silverware. And they bring out this big box. I pick up two forks, two knives, and I bring it in with the food. Well, there was something funky with the silverware. And plastic kept breaking off into Danielle's salad. Oh, I know. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot about it. So I'm eating salad. I'm like... What am I crunching in? And the fucking fork broke apart. And it's and I didn't know at the time it was a fork. Right. We thought it was like in the we salad. We thought it was in the salad. I'm like, there's something in my salad. And then I finally look at the fork and it and it was like all the plastic didn't kind of come off. Like the mold. It, yeah, the mold didn't come off. So I'm like, oh okay, now we're good. Okay. So they didn't bring me my French fries. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be a Karen about this. <laughs> I'm not gonna make them drive all the way back here. You know, it took an hour for us to get our food. I'm not going to have them drive all the way back here just to bring me an order of fries. Because by the time they get here, it's going to be cold anyway. <laughs> so, I call them. Oh, wait. First of all, she, at first she was like, you know what? Forget it. It's not a big deal. I'm not worried about it. So, she eats. She gets in the, in the um. I was in the pool. She gets in the pool. And then she was like, I just, you know, I can't believe they didn't bring me my fries. <laughs> and so, I was like, okay. So, she's let it go. And then five minutes later, she's like, Sally, hand me my phone. So, Sally goes and gives her the phone. And we're like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm calling there. I'm like, I thought you didn't care. And she's like, I care. So, she calls <laughs> Like, she is ruminating <laughs> on this thing. Like, how dare you with these goddamn fries? You fucking assholes. You guys have done nothing but ruin my food since I've been here. Right? First and, fat uh, fried potatoes. <laughs> so, I called them up. And Danielle thought it was so funny because I was like, all right, I ordered French fries. You didn't bring my French fries, so this is what you're going to do. I was <laughs> like, you're going to make my fries, but you're not going to bring them back to me. What I want you to do is when somebody else orders and they don't order fries... Give them fries. Like, hey, bonus fries. 
And they were like on the other line <laughs> and the phone, like I was crazy for telling them to pay my fries forward. <laughs> so I really hope that they listened to me and I did that, but I highly doubt it. They just took my three fifty and pocketed that shit. Like I didn't get my shit. They're still going to get their money. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> so later that night, we go to dinner. And I Danielle's like, I really want a nice steak dinner. And I go in and I put in fine dining. And they send us to what they call, what a restaurant called Rope Walk. And I'm like, well, fine dining. So we all get dressed. We are all sexy as fuck. Even Sally was dressed as a girl. Uh-huh. She was like, <laughs> we are as going. a girl. <clears throat> so we go. To the rope walk, and Danielle gets the filet mignon, and her steak was really good, and Sally got the short ribs, and they were really good, and me and Lori were going to split a chicken Chesapeake. So, they bring out (laughs) this chicken Chesapeake. This is so freaking funny. And there's, like, four pieces of crab, like, sprinkled on. They're not even, like, lump crab. It's, like, little crab, like, shavings. (laughs) <laughs> crab shavings there's no, and there's no sauce it specifically says on the venue it comes with a sauce now I'm thinking chicken Chesapeake I'm thinking there's going to be crab it's going to be like this creamy amazing sauce on it they shouldn't call it chicken Chesapeake because it wasn't so I tell my server I'm like this didn't come out with a sauce because the chicken was dry as fuck it needed a sauce Right. so he brings me out the sauce but it's cold so it's like Half melted butter, that thickness of it, and it tasted like mayonnaise. It looked like mayonnaise too. So the manager comes over. I'm like, look, I don't want to be a Karen. <laughs> she literally did say this to him. She's like, look, I don't want to be a Karen. Okay, please don't go back there and spit or shit or piss or put semen in any of my food. Thank you very much. Right. So I'm like, we talk about semen so much on this this podcast. I think we should call it, change the name to Straight from the Sack. <laughs> like that's where I'm at with that. Anyway, back to our story. <laughs> So, the guy, I can't eat it. Like, the mashed potatoes were really good, so I finished that, and the green beans were freaking amazing. So, I I ate green beans and mashed potatoes for dinner, and then we went out and got drunk. He did end up taking $13 off the meal, whatever. So, we eat, we go. That's um, after he kept trying to make you have dessert, because he he did not want to take any money off the bill. He didn't want to take any money off my bill, but I was like, you're going to fucking, I don't want dessert. I just had that gastric sleep. I, I had these potatoes and these green beans, so I'm full. I'm not going to eat this dry-ass fucking chicken. Mm-hmm. But he was very nice, and, and please don't discourage yourself from the rope walk just because I didn't have a good ches- chicken Chesapeake. Everything else, everybody else had was amazing. So anyway, so <laughs> after that, you know, we, we decided, I was like, you know what, I'm done. He, let's just go. So we go. Oh, and wait, then, I have to just add that I got the filet mignon, and it was very, very good. The mashed potatoes were very good. The mashed potatoes were on point. And I don't eat hardly anything green outside of, like, lettuce <laughs> and maybe, like, a few, um, or pickles. Yeah. You know, things like that. But I won't eat a green bean. I've never ate a green bean. Those things turned on me a long time ago when I was, like, five years old. It made me gag when I would eat them, so I never eat them. And I actually tried them and liked them. Yeah. They Not were, enough to eat the whole thing, but, but they I were, liked them. They were blistered, so they were really good. They, they still had that sweetness to them. It was very, very good. So I just had to point that out. So, so I, yeah. I so, so, Rope Walk it was very good. Just don't order the chicken Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. So, and then we go out. We have a good time. We go home. Jamie passes out after eating wings that Sally stood in the line again. <laughs> oh, after we go out that night. Yeah, after we got out, Sally went and bought me wings because I was starving. Mm-hmm. But the next morning, people, the next morning we get up, we oh, all get yeah. ready, we pack the car, we go back down to Ocean City, and we go to the General's Kitchen for chip beef gravy. Oh my God, it was probably the best chip beef gravy I've ever had. It was fantastic. So if you're ever in Ocean City, <clears throat> um, go to the General's Kitchen and 
get their house special. It's hash browns and chippy gravy over toast or a biscuit, however you want it. And you, you, you're not going to regret it. It's wonderful. Yeah, it, it was absolutely excellent. And, you know, we stayed at the Seaside Inn or Seaside Inn. The Seaside Inn. And seaside it, Inn it was Sunday. also nice. It was very good. Um, It was a block off the beach. I mean, yep. We literally walked outside. And we and it was great because, you know what? It is so packed everywhere you go. Like, all the major parks and stuff are always so packed. But where we were, it was kind of like a private beach in a way. I mean, it wasn't. You could get there. Anybody yeah. could get there. But there was nowhere for you to park to get there. Right. It was so they very make it nice. hard for you. Yeah. And it was really nice. We walked right on the, like, the beach. And we got a place to sit. And um, they had, oh, that's where I got burnt. I didn't get burnt on the beach. I got burnt when we got in the pool because oh, we were sitting there yeah. talking shit. And next thing you know, I was all burnt up. And now I'm like, this, <laughs> I'm like a tomato over here. But, um, yeah, it was nice to get away. We went shopping on the way home. Yeah, we did. It was beautiful. I had so much fun, and I cannot wait to do it again. I know. We were like, you know, we should start doing that every um like, every year, we should have, like, a girl's trip. And if you want to look at the po- like at photos, you'll have to check me and Jamie's uh, Facebook posts or Facebook pages out and uh, see. Because we definitely posted a lot of things over the weekend, especially me. I posted a bunch of shit because I was so happy to be on vacation. I was like, you know what, motherfuckers? I have to sit through all your, look at me on vacation every three seconds. I'm pointing at you, Lafferty's. Because they were right, on vacation and every single the thing they did. They're like, and now we're walking on the beach. And now we're walking off the beach. And the more I saw that they posted, because they looked like they had the most wonderful time, I was so jealous. So I'm like, you know what? Point at you, Lafferty's. I point. I did everything because I, too, wanted to feel important with my vacation. But, um, yeah, so now we're back. We're back to um, back to the uh, the grind, the daily grind. Yes. And it's hot as balls. It's like yes. 130 degrees today in the heat index. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right, so. so let's just jump right into this because I got a great one we could segue right into. Segue into speaking of the beach. Okay, man on drugs is arrested for biting a seagull after it tried to steal his Big Mac. <laughs> you don't remember when we did that one with the seagull got a hold of somebody's dildo? Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. This so, is so terrible. The article goes: Who ordered the mixed seagull? A man in Cornwall, <laughs> England, was arrested this week after biting a seagull who tried to steal his Big Mac. The 26-year-old man claimed he was being attacked for his McDonald's meal, and in response, he grabbed that bird and bit it. He sunk his teeth into it, throwing it to the floor. The police spokesman told the site. Officers had seen the incident and immediately went over and detained and took details from him. The man told police officers he was under the influence of drugs and was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment. The seagull was clearly injured by the incident, by the incident but flew off before we were able to check on its welfare. Um, oh, we don't know God. what happened to it afterwards. Seagulls are not are notoriously aggressive around food, but are protected by wildlife in, in that countryside since the Act of 1981. Really? And that's the end of it. So, um, don't eat Big Macs on the beach. He literally... So, he just bit the seagull. He bit the seagull, and the seagull flew off. So, I don't know where he bit the seagull. It doesn't but how does that even make the news? You know I, I, I don't like, know. was around him to be like... Oh, that's it. I'm telling on this motherfucker. Maybe Cornwall is small. <laughs> Maybe. I don't but know. But that was that was from the New New York Post. Oh my god. So we have some celebrity news. We have quite a lot of celebrity news actually. Let's talk about it. Um I'm just gonna do like a blurb on this one. So apparently Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake had a second child that nobody knew about. And they're saying she delivered. And she probably did deliver another baby. But they never confirmed that they were having a child. Or never announced they were having a child. Congratulations on your new baby if it exists. I know. That's what I'm wondering. And they're like, you know, the gender of Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake's second child may have been confirmed. You know what I mean? It's like, well, okay. So that was popculture.com who mentioned that. 
And then um, Cardi B and Offset were completely criticized because they bought their two-year-old daughter a $9,000 Hermes Birkin bag. You know what? If they got $9,000 to spend on a bag, you need to let them spend that on their bag. It's nobody's business what these celebrities do with their money. And it's nobody's business what you do with your money. Like, if it doesn't affect your life directly, shut the fuck up. Like, uh, well, And I love Cardi B. Okay, so you can say whatever you want about her, but she's funny as shit. She's real. She I don't like give her. a single fuck what you think. And she just is like, look, this is how it is. And it, she just moves on with her day. I can tell and you, I'm not a fan of her music. I, I'm not a fan of it. Some of it's okay. Um, I mean, but, it's not something I'd listen to all the but time. But her as a person... Yeah. Like, her views and things, I'm like, you know what? You rock it out, Cardi B. Like, <laughs> like I, I might not be a fan of your music, but I am a fan of you. Right. Well, she's funny. She's she hysterical. really is very and, funny. And, like, she doesn't care, and she doesn't have a filter, and whatever she comes that comes out of her mouth, it's real, and I appreciate that about her. So, you're kind of like Cardi B, except for the fact that you're a middle-aged white woman. Yes. Living on the East Coast. Yep. Okay, so that's how you're not similar, but everything else non-filtered, you say what you think, yeah. Um, but her response to the hating people, because I'm not going to read the whole article, because who gives a flying rat's behind, but she, her response is, my daughter's got to match my fly. Right. <laughs> I was like, I love her so much, but the number one thing I did want to talk about, and I am going to read this one a little bit, this came from E-Bombs World, which is kind of a thing uh-huh. that we've seen quite a bit of. So apparently... The Johnny Depp Amber Heard saga continues. Oh my god! It like never ends between you know what I mean. And I'm sorry, Amber Heard should never work another day in her life ever, as far as I'm concerned. And not that she's a big old draw anyway, because I think most of the draw she did get at this point was from the controversy over him. Because I never fucking heard of her, and she wasn't somebody that was like an A-list celebrity before him. You know what I mean? But we've already kind of proven at this point that she was more of the abuser and they were in a toxic relationship. And she started this whole shit. As far as I'm concerned, we talk about women and how, you know, we got to believe women when they say these things are happening because it's important. It's an important topic. And it is. And Amber Heard is one of those people who lied through her fucking teeth and did all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And she's full of shit. But anyway, so Johnny Depp is now suing the sun, which is a publication over in England. Right. For slander. Because they are saying that he was a wife abuser and abuser and all this stuff, right? So, and I'm not going to read the entire thing, but it's basically like their marriage is on trial again because they're now going through the slander trial. And he's got to prove that she, in fact, was the abuser and he was, you know, the victim, right? So, (laughs) this is so disgusting. So, the headline is Amber Heard's turd photos finally released released to the public. God. And you're like, wait a minute, what is that? That's a headlining grab, if you know, if I must say so myself. Apparently, they had a former housekeeper. Her name was Hilda Vargas. And, Hilda. Yeah, Hilda. And she photographed the smoking doo-doo and took the stand to testify that it was human feces. And they put that picture of Amber Heard's turd in the bed, up on a screen, and we all have to see it now. And it was a big old turd. Yeah, but you didn't get to the point where what she said. Wow, why she put the turd in the bed? Um, well, because it's all the way down here, and it had something along the line with like he fucking hates her, or she hates him, he's a piece of shit, blah blah. So now you're lay with these shit. It was like something along so those that, lines that, or whatever. That's why yeah. she put the, the shit in the bed. Yeah, because I read this after like I had ran around so much by the time we got home last night that I didn't even sit down physically, sit down until nine thirty, and I went <laughs> and I went and looked at this. And there was all these people. And it, it, it gave it, it said where it was in this article, but the article's so long. 
and it basically <laughs> turned into all these people on Twitter giving their own, like, sort of responses uh-huh. to it, and they were, like, giving their own, um, let me see, um, breakfast in bed with Amber. Oh, God. They were calling it, like, stuff like that, and then it was, um, oh, here's this other one, where they did Mr. Hanky. Oh, God. Yeah, and they were, like, and it's a welcome home gift, and it's, like, Mr. Look, Hank, three Amber Mr. Amber Heard needs, like, some fucking Xanax or some Paxil or something. She's crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's mental, so many I mean, them. mental health is not to make fun of, but, bitch, you just shit in your own bed. Or she did, and it says, how do you sleep at night, the real Amber Heard? Like, these people are going hard on her. And there's a face, and then she's smiling, like, oh, my God, I'm fine, I'm fine. Everybody knows about my turn. <laughs> like, it's just the funniest thing. So that's that's basically what. So this the, the saga between these two never ends. It never ends. I'm like I thought it was done and over now, but I guess it's like their marriage has to go, you know, back one all over again. Maybe Johnny Depp should just stop seeing women all together and get a sex doll. Oh I know God. where he can get one. See, because um, I just read this article in the Daily Mail, and oh, it hold says, on one second, hold oh. on. I didn't see this part. This guy on Twitter, I'm so sorry to mean to interrupt you. I apologize, but this is fucking hysterical. I just saw this part. There's this guy that was actually in the trial because I guess it was closed to people, but he was coming out during breaks and giving you updates on his Twitter feed. <laughs> and apparently Hilda Vargas was like, they put on the stand to testify against the validity of the church. And it says, um, basically, um, the questioner says, yes, and the size and the fact that the dogs could only get on the bed by being lifted up is what caused you to form that opinion. Because at this point, she's saying, yes, it was a human turd, right? <laughs> and she goes, see, sí, senora. And then it says, did you know A.H. was away at the time, Amber Heard? And she said, she wasn't there, only the cleaners were there. So this is what it's like saying. Like, she had already left. She had already dropped the deuce and took off. So, like, could you imagine getting on the stand and somebody has to testify? Like, make you testify. Like, how do you know it's human? Like, how wasn't it, wasn't it the dog? And she had to be like, well, the dogs are too little. And they couldn't even make it up on the bed. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you not see how stupid this is? Oh, my God. Anyway, go ahead. I just thought that was so funny. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> You're, like, moving on from that nonsense. That turd. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia deputies are left red-faced after waiting for hours for a coroner to arrive to inspect the body of a dead woman near railroad tracks, only for it to be a sex doll. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Are you going to give us another sad one? Because last week it was the body in the hotel for five years. Right. It seemed like a major crime in Allenhurst, a town less than se- of 700 people in southwest Georgia. A female body was spotted by the railroad tracks at around 2 p.m. on Tuesday, not far from Dunlaville, oh, Dunlaville Road. Liberty County deputies gathered at the scene and waited for the coroner. It took a while because they realized, it took a while before they realized it was a joke on them. The corpse was actually a sex doll. Oh, God. Do you imagine? They're like, oh, we're going to need somebody to come out yeah. here, you know, roger that. Once the coroner came to the scene, detectives began checking the body for injuries and immediately realized it was a sex doll. Detectives said it was full, it was fully animatonically correct with realistic features and was fully dressed. It's unclear whether authorities will investigate. <laughs> but not this way. They feel stupid. I mean, Britain like, said he's never encountered an incident like this. And that's the end of the article. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like, look, look, just just get out. We don't want to talk really about this anymore. Really slurring right now. Like, oh. Like, this is just done. Like, we don't need to talk about this anymore. This is just awful. Um... Speaking of awful, so, oh, Portland. Oregon? Yes. Like, what is happening with you people out there? I'm telling you what. All right, so a woman <laughs> sat down and in order for, she wanted to protest too, but she wanted to protest on behalf of women. 
So what she did was she went and got butt naked, sat down in the middle of the street. It's nighttime. On a busy street. Oh, she can't in the even city. get none of that like sun in your butthole. No, she probably does on the other days because I don't know. I mean, she was fine. So she puts on her beanie hat. Uh huh. Okay. She's wearing a beanie hat. A beanie hat. She's got a beanie hat on. And nothing else. Oh my and god. Nothing else. And she strips she's butt naked. She's really tan. It might just be because it's dark and they have like the you know the lights on her or maybe. something. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, she looks very white to me. But she ends up sitting down in the middle of the street, and there's a long line of, like, cops all the way across this road. Like, you can't pass here. Like, they're right. saying, no more. You're not going to protest past this point. So, and you don't see the other protesters. You only see this woman as she's sitting down, and she's butt naked and puts her legs up and, like, in front of her. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, like she's in the stirrups. Like, yes, but she's sitting up. It's almost like right. if you were at the doctor's office and you put your feet in the stirrups first before you lay back down, that's how she's sort of sitting, and then her arms are, like out in this like yoga pose or something almost like she's getting ready to meditate and be, and what she says is the world will be saved by a western vagina this is amazing we're going to regain our feminine power and release our inner goddesses <laughs> oh my gosh you know she smells like patchouli and cat piss i know pussy power vagina revolution she <laughs> she hashtag. it probably wasn't even shaped up like she just put her whole entire hoo-ha out for the world to see and it probably looked like a goddamn shag rug. I'm telling you right now, that bitch needs to get it together. Fucking hippies, man. You guys take it too far. Not everything has to do with your vagina. I know. And then, actually, it was funny. We're at the beach when me and Sally went down to the water. Like, every time the water came up, like, if it was going to, like, hit us in the bed or whatever, like, Sally put her hands in front of it. And I said, what are you doing? She was like, I had to protect it. It's cold. I was like, it's fucking water. I was like, oh, my God, my return. My return. Like, so I kept teasing. She's like, oh my god. So anyway, back to this. It says, in this new era of the recognition of inner beauty, diamonds are no longer a girl's best friend, and validation is for parking tickets only. In this new paradigm, women everywhere are striving for self-recognition, and we have begun to utilize the tools which guide us on our path to self-enlightenment and the exploration of our exploration of our higher potential. By reclaiming our feminine power, we are learning to love ourselves and each other again. Oh, and I guess up. that means getting butt naked, showing her pussy to a bunch of cops, no. and hoping to God they'll see like, us for the equals that we are. What is it with women who, like, if there's a message out there, like, right now we're trying to fight for justice for these poor people like Breonna Taylor and, the, and, and like, these people. This has nothing to do with your pussy. <laughs> and, like, people love to bring pussy into it. They're like... <laughs> Oh, this is really serious. You know what it needs? My magical hoo-ha. <laughs> I queef glitter. I Shut know. the fuck up. She said, like, the yoni, she said her yoni is the portal to the heavens, and its light can blind 100 riot squads. No, no, that's Erica Badu's pussy, not yours, lady. We already discussed it like five mm-hmm. podcasts ago. I know. It's just, and I'm powerful beyond belief because I am a woman. Ugh, speaking of Oregon. I can't deal. I can't with, like, quit bringing your pussy into everything, women. Like, keep it to yourselves. Like, keep it shaped up. Keep it beautiful. You know, feel its power. Whatever. Don't advertise it. <laughs> feel its power. <laughs> Don't advertise it in the middle of a fucking protest that has nothing to do with your pussy. I was just like, how do you get, like, Black Lives Matter police brutality? Oh, here's my pussy. Right? <laughs> right. Like, so like, like these people out there protesting for for justice and, and change, and you're like, oh, well... My pussy can change the world. No, it can't. But see, that's where I think it's weird because 
there's so many people. Like, she got thousands and thousands and thousands of likes, like, in the double digits where women are like, yeah, girl power, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's so many women out there that are like, fuck yeah, girl, you go home to pay yourself and you pussy, right? But then here me and you are as... 40-something, you know. Right, because you don't... Moms on the East Coast that are yeah, like, but you can also shit away. You can also be a feminist without being like, here's my pussy, take a picture. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like... They're, it's ridiculous. There's no need for it, but then, you know what, they're going to say that we're not feminists. No, we are feminists. Like, we because believe we in don't rights. Agree. We just don't... I don't... I can protest all I want without my pussy out. <laughs> Paco... Hashtag Paco like this. Right. Paco is like, damn right she can. Keep your fucking pussy in. Actually, when we did a live video and you had that sexy shirt on. Oh, and I was like sitting And you had lots of cleavage. And I had lots of cleavage. You were like, you need Paco texted you. I was like, I saw that live video. You better put those girls away right now. Yeah, put those titties away, babe. Okay. So, speaking of Oregon, because they are just like, Oregon is like the Florida of the Midwest. (laughs) They got the crazy liberals out there, like super. Oregon man driving a stolen car crashes into a woman driving another stolen car. Uh, Oh, sorry, they're now taking my old cabinets (laughs) off. Randy Lee Cooper, 27, has stolen a Toyota Land Cruiser, and after someone reported the incident, Newburgh Dundee Police Department successfully tracked down the car and pursued it. Unfortunately for Cooper, in attempting to avoid the cops, he crashed into another car, which turned out had been stolen three weeks earlier. Oh, my God. The second car, a Buick, had been stolen by Christine Nicole Begu, 25, who was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. The incident happened in Newburgh, Oregon, only on July 5th, which led the man and woman to be arrested. In a Facebook post, the police explained what happened. On the morning of July 5th, 2020, Newburgh Dundee police officers responded to a report of a suspect that had stolen a victim's Toyota Land Cruiser. Officers located the stolen vehicle moments later as it drove through town. The suspect attempted to elude police through downtown Newburgh and crashed the land cruiser into an occupied (laughs) Buick Regal near East Franklin and College Streets. Oh, my God. Officers took the suspect into custody from the land cruiser, but then learned the Buick Regal Regal was also stolen from a completely unrelated crime that had been reported about three weeks prior. The driver of the stolen Buick was found to be under the influence of intoxicants and arrested as well. After the crash, Cooper was arrested for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle, attempting to elude police, assault three, reckless driving, and other related crimes. On the other hand, the lady who stole the Buick was arrested for driving under the influence of intoxication and an unauthorized use of a vehicle. On the post, one officer commented, none of us had ever heard of this happening before, so NDPD may have just made history. Some commenters have looked, have joked, and it's like a strange ending to a TV show. Uh, the TV show, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I think. I think that um, Rebecca, the chick who stole the Buick, and, oh, I'm sorry, her name was Kristen. And this guy, Randy, Kristen and Randy are going to get out of jail. <laughs> They're going to end up in court at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they are going to fall in love and be married. And it's going to be a gone in 60 seconds marriage. Like, they're be, just yeah. going to go out and start stealing cars and have babies and teach them how to hotwire their little, <laughs> their neighbor's little um, Tonka trucks. So, right? And it's going to be a marriage made in heaven and prison. It will be. It will be. Because of the odds. I mean, that literally is like, you know what? People don't believe in divine intervention. <laughs> But what about, like, 
satanic intervention or right. something. You know like, I mean? this is like, fate. They were meant to be together. That's how, I mean, what are the odds that two people driving stolen cars are going to crash into each other? You just see what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the crazy. powers that be. And if you look at them, they're both adorable. Like, they could totally make you babies. Yes. I mean, they're like... He looks a little messed They're out. like ha- heroin chic adorable, but they're not hideous. <laughs> they're not hideous. Maybe they're no. early in their drug use <laughs> yeah before they like do the before and after picture where the after's like oh yeah, my god girl, there's, why? Like, there's no pick marks on their face right now yeah right oh my god well there was something that was really sad that just happened and i'm going to talk about it because there's another there's more breaking news about it uh-huh so apparently yesterday a gunman who was dressed as a fedex driver killed a, the son of a new jersey federal judge oh this is um, a mob hit and it's really really sad and that I mean, in and of itself, I mean, her, she lost her son. But, so he dresses up like a FedEx driver, goes to the door. The son, who's home from college, because he goes to a Catholic university, right? Home from college, answers the door, thinking mom ordered something, dad ordered something. Opens the door. They shoot him directly in the heart and kill him right away. Oh, my God. So, and then the father's right behind, and they shoot him several times. He actually lives in the hospital and had to undergo surgery. Now, the mom, who is the judge, is actually famous for the fact that she's the one who put the Judices from the New, New Jersey Housewives. Uh-huh. Like, when they went through all that stuff, she saw them, and she's the one who sentenced them. So, that's why she's kind of like, you know, or above and beyond the fact that somebody just went after and targeted a judge's family, but she was already kind of in the spotlight for that, because when right. they went through their stuff, it was, like, pretty highly, you know, televised. Um, but apparently... So she was in the basement and away from all of the stuff when it went on. And now, and they were saying, if you know any, you know, know anybody, we're looking for them. And of course they are because holy fucking crap, right? Well, apparently the gunman who was dressed as the FedEx driver died by suicide. So they now know his name was Daniel Anderl, the 20-year-old son of Judge Esther Salas. Oh, wait, sorry. Daniel Anderl was the 20-year-old son of the judge. And he was fatally shot. And her husband's name is Daniel Anderl, I guess the senior and he was injured but now it says the man who allegedly dressed as a fedex driver and killed the son of new jersey federal judge on sunday has died from self-inflicted gun wound um multiple that they're they're all saying multiple outlets are saying um and they kind of go in through it and everybody's kind of read all this already but um salas was nominated to the u.s district court by uh for new jersey in 2010 by then president barack obama and she worked on a number of major cases, including Real Housewives of New Jersey stars Teresa and Joe Judice's 2014 financial fraud case. Um, one of the Salas' neighbors, Marion, Marion Costanza, said the confrontation happened at about 5 p.m. According to the New York Times, Costanza spoke highly of the family, mentioning that Salas has previously expressed worries about being in danger because of her job. She's had some high-profile cases, and she was always a little concerned. Costanza said, there's no one like them. They're extremely good-natured. They will do anything for anyone. And that's really sad. And, you know, you become a judge to make a difference. And she's obviously done that. And now, like, it could be a number of anybody she's put she's put away. And she's worked yeah. on hundreds and hundreds of cases. So hopefully um, they find it. I hope. Well, they're saying they found him near Liberty, New York. That's all they know. And they're not. Re- they haven't released his name yet. Well, maybe they will find the connection between them fairly quickly. Oh, and, yeah. Absolutely. Not only is she a and judge, we'll, but he's a, an attorney. Right. So I'm like, well, so, how do they know it's necessarily her? Maybe it was him. Right. So maybe they'll find that connection fast, and then we'll get motive and, and figure out why such a tragedy happened. That poor baby. Even though he was a college, he was still a baby. Speaking of FedEx oh, drivers. Wife, this is so sad. This, this article 
that you posted on the page. FedEx driver says no to helping a fallen 89-year-old oh. man. Yes. Fucking ridiculous. Freeport, Texas. Do you know how hot it is in Texas? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank it's God he was on his porch. But, I mean, you could see the sun glaring off of it. A family of a Freeport man is outraged after FedEx driver was captured on video on Saturday refusing to help the man that fell outside his front door. A ring doorbell camera recorded the exchange between the 89-year-old man and the employee, which I won't watch because I feel like it'll make me cry. Right. But he says, hello, help, please. The man could be here and say, give me a hand. I need to get up. I can't do that, boss, the driver said from a distance. The 89-year-old man had fallen approximately 15 minutes before the driver was made according, the delivery was made according to the daughter. He didn't, he didn't at least ring the doorbell for, for call 911. That's what he said. He didn't. He couldn't have at least rang the doorbell or called 911, Couches wrote on Facebook. Um, oh, because there was somebody in the house? Right? Yeah. Are you serious? I don't know if somebody was in the house. No, when with the ring doorbell, if you ring the doorbell, my sister has one. It goes right to her phone. Oh, so he's like, somebody could have rang the doorbell and said, hey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so I was like, wait, somebody was in the right, house. Right, that's, that's how the ring works. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that's, so, I, I was under, so she, So she could have been like, oh, shit, my grandpa, could you help yeah. up? But the guy was a real dick and didn't help him up. And it might be in the rules, like maybe we're crucifying this guy for no point. But I feel like even if it was in the rules, usually humanity takes over. Yeah. Um, So it's been viewed more than 480 times by Sunday afternoon. And thank God he's okay. But what if he hadn't been? She said that her father, who has dementia and trouble with his legs, has fallen before. He laid on the floor for another 10 minutes before she arrived. We were trying to keep an eye on him, but he does still move around with his walker. It seems he may be trying to go back outside, and his leg gave out, and he gets confused easily and upset with new things. Mm -hmm. So FedEx issued the following response. We extend our thoughts and concern for the well-being of the person depicted in this video. The safety of our team members and customers in the community that we serve is our highest priority. We are reviewing the circumstances behind the incident, and we'll take appropriate action. Yeah, that guy needs to be fired. Additionally, ABC 13 asked FedEx about its employee policy on keeping the staff safe from COVID-19. And what changes have been made since the pandemic? FedEx Ground continues to handle packages, peak light packages, volume as provided, blah, 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 service to our customers and community during this pandemic. We are hiring a team member across the country to help us continue to power commerce during this time of need. The safety of our team members, service providers, vendors, and customers is the most, at the utmost importance, and we're closely monitoring and adhering to guidelines for the Center of Disease Control mm. and other health organizations, blah, blah, blah. Right. We have implemented a number of protective measures to help maintain a clean and safe workplace, such as symptom screenings and requiring team members to wear face coverings when entering FedEx property and while working in situations where social distancing is difficult to maintain. Here's the thing, though. You, there's humanity in everybody. Mm -hmm. We have seen so many videos in the past, like, few months of these delivery people where people are putting things outside and these delivery people are going the extra mile when we get there. Right. Like there has been so many of these feel good, great videos. Mm -hmm. And then this guy comes along and fucking blows it. Like how hard is it for you? Like that could have been your grandfather mm -hmm. to lean over and help this poor man up, set him up and call fucking 911. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you don't want to get near him, call 911. Right. And at least stand there and make sure right. that he's going to be all right. Stand or go there. get a neighbor. Stand six feet away and talk to him till the ambulance gets there. And then or go get like, a neighbor. If you can't do it because you got to go, go get his neighbor. Right. What there you, is no need for that. You are a piece of shit. Yeah. And okay. So that was the piece of shit of the day. And yes. eventually, you know what? Our Reddit people or somebody is going to track down who that guy is. Yep. 
And I would like to formally give a nice big fuck you to that guy when we find out who he is. Fuck you! And this is going to segue, segue right into Kanye West because I think he's oh a little God, confused. Oh, God, Kanye. Kanye is not the answer, and he is a fucking nut job right now. And I know that we're not supposed to make fun of of mental health. Like, I just said that earlier. Mental health is a big deal. Oh, it is Kanye really needs to be put away in another mental institution. He just was in one last year. He needs to be put back in there and remed. His meds need to be adjusted because he is losing his motherfucking mind. Um, you know, he did his first campaign rally. Yep. And he apparently, because remember, we're like, it's too late. He can't. Remember, we just talked yep. about it. Yeah, but like, you can pay like $35,000. Apparently, he, as long as he can get signatures, uh-huh. so he get 10,000 signatures from so many states or every, I don't know what it is, right? It says something like that about 10,000 things, but it only mentions South Carolina needed 10,000 at this point. It says, as an independent, West must, and this is, well, let me scroll back up because I'm forgetting to tell people. This is for ET Canada, uh-huh. like Entertainment Tonight Canada. That's who this is from, .com. And at the very bottom, because I was wondering how this worked, it said, West must get 10,000 signatures in South Carolina to appear on the ballot. They will have to repeat this in other states as well. But they don't actually stay, like, is it every single state or just, like, main state? Like, enough of them to matter? I, I don't know. The big states have already passed. The chances of Kanye West coming becoming president is very slim. Um, most of the big swing states have already voted. So. Well, they just, they voted for if they're, who the Republican candidate is. Who right. the Democrat candidate is. Right. And he's a whole new thing. He's the, the, the birthday, birthday party. The birthday party. Where he wants to make the world like Wakanda. Um, there's no such thing as magic rhinos. And he wants to give mil- any buddy that has a baby, a million dollars. What? Are you crazy? No. Oh, my God. People are going to have babies all over the place. A million dollars. Anyway, well, it says Kanye West attended what appeared to be his first presidential rally on Sunday. And he made some really crazy claims, which is why I want to read it. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Kim Kardashian must be like, holy fucking balls. Like, how do I get out of this? Right? Yeah. So the mogul recently made his intentions to run for president of the United States and seems to be following through with them. Dressed in a bulletproof vest and 2020 shaved into his hair, West broke down while right. talking about abortion. Um, West said that when Kim Kardashian became pregnant with their eldest daughter, Northwest, he told her to get an abortion. I almost killed my daughter, West said, according to reporters at the event. She had the pills in her hand, West said of Kardashian, but God came to him and said, if you fuck up my vision, I'm going to fuck up yours. Yeah, because God says fuck. Well, I mean, I don't care. God speaks to you where you're at. You know what I mean? So it's not, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like God speaks to you where you're at. I mean, maybe that's right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. We'll know when I die. You know what I mean? When we all die, we're going to figure it out. I don't know. But I mean, I've had like, you know, that, that intuition, that gut feeling, my intuition, my gut feelings always been very, very strong, even though I ignore it all the time. And I kind of have a feeling that it's like, you know, my higher power, my godlike power. You know what I mean? Because I really do believe that a piece of us comes from there. Okay. So I have my own little weird shit. So I have my own weird Kanye West things inside of me, but... He also made other statements. He also made other statements, including saying it's racist to say he will split the black vote, and then he is a genius with 132 IQ and had to go to the hospital because his brain was too big for his skull. Oh God! There was hardly any topic left off the table, including the use of opioids. In Europe, there's a higher threshold for pain. I had plastic surgery to try and look young. West said, adding, after getting the plastic surgery, that was a slippery slope to getting addicted to Percocets, and would often drive high as a motherfucker. So, this is what he's saying in his presidential campaign. I would drive higher than a motherfucker. Another part of West's plan is to make marijuana free, which was met by a large round of applause. 
Anyway, another part of West's plan is to make marijuana free, which was met by a large round of applause from the crowd, and that he will leave his deals with Adidas and Gap if they don't put him on the board of directors. Oh, God, I hate that. I to, but I mean, like, you can't just to say, I'm going to leave my deal if you don't put me on the board of directors. I mean, well, you first can, of all, but Kanye, that if you are president, you can't be on any boards. <laughs> it's just weird. After the success of West's first rally, a source close to the campaign told ABC that they are working at getting signatures in multiple states, and the campaign is maturing and growing. So, uh, apparently, um, they have, they're have they going to have more rally dates, including New York, and they'll announce them. Oh, God. I can't. I can't with Kanye West. Kanye is not the answer, people. I just can't believe he just said some of the stuff that he said. It's like, you don't talk about private stuff with your wife. You know what I mean? Like, you don't talk about that kind of stuff. It's just insane. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the marijuana drove high like a motherfucker. I don't know. I guess I just don't even know what to say about it. I don't think Kanye is the answer. I think that Kanye needs help. I, 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 I fear for him. And, you know, I, he's got babies and he's got to keep his shit together, man. Well, I mean, just think about how his daughter's going to feel when she sees that later. Right. Like, you, my dad's crazy. I guess maybe he's campaigning. I, I don't understand. Like, was it, is he campaigning on the fact that he's pro-life? Because they really don't give any background on that. Maybe he's like, you know what, I, I'm pro-life because this is what happened to me. And maybe they just left out the story to, you know what I mean? Like, he's already doing kind of crazy enough things, but what if he had more to that and they left that out purposely? You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. Like, the I'm so, oh, he's so weird. He's so weird. And it, if Kanye becomes president, like, I don't even know. I, I'm saying I'd move out of the country, but nope. Nobody wants us in their country right now because COVID anyway. So. Well, you better go have a baby and then you have a million dollars. Then you can move out. Right. I can't have a baby. Well, I can, but it would like most likely kill me. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So here to lighten things up, to close out our podcast. How much time do we have? We got 50. We'll have like yours and one more because I want to talk about the Golden Girls too at the end. So Miami. That's good because this is from Miami. Okay. World News Daily Report, where the facts don't matter. Because oh, we, we haven't had one in two weeks and I've been told that, you know, people need them. So, <laughs> Miami, 22 protesters arrested during a sexual assault on the statue of Christopher Columbus. Miami oh police have arrested no less than 22 people after a protest against the statue of Christopher Columbus escalated into a sexual orgy, claimed authorities. <laughs> protesters first denounced the Italian explorer as racist, a racist figure of white supremacy for several activities started to take before several activities started to take off their clothes and sexually assaulted the statue. How? What? Many eyewitnesses were shocked to see the, pros- the protesters undress and sexually assault the sa- statue of the 15th century adventurer in front of, a local, in front of local bystanders. White people have raped this, uh, this land, and so now it is our turn to rape America, protesters shouted during this sexual explicit protest. One protester put his penis and testicles inside the mouth of Christopher Columbus while another guy <laughs> fisted him from behind. Oh my <laughs> City workers also complained that they were forced to wash the statue several times for sanitary reasons. Um, I had to scrub Christopher Columbus's face with a toothbrush for two hours because he had sperm all over his eyes, <laughs> hair, and teeth. Once. One city employee told reporters, Miami police were forced to wait to wait an estimated hour and a half until the protesters were finished fornicating before they could proceed to the arrest because safe distancing measures adopted to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Oh. Ew. 
Thank you, World News Daily Report. Oh, my God. Thank you. What else is going on in Miami? Well, the Golden Girls house is on the market for the first time. So it's interesting. A mentalfloss.com, and it's all over the place because everybody's like, oh, my God, it's so cool. Um, the perfect retirement home for a group of close friends is up for sale. As Variety reports, the house Thank of Rose Lynch, Dorothy, and Sophia Lynch. Travel down the road and back again. So I, do, saw do, do, this, do, do, do. I saw this on TMZ, and they used the outside of the house, but the mm-hmm. inside of the house has actually never been seen. Right. And the pictures of the inside of this house is beautiful until you get to the kitchen. <laughs> well, a lot of people were like, you know, it always bothered me that the front of the house never matched, like, how it was, like, set laid up. out? Yeah, laid out. Because it was like, it looks like the door, the front door should be on the side of the house, uh-huh. and there's, like, a little entryway or something, but that's not the case. The door's on the front. And they're like, it doesn't match. I don't understand. So, yeah, so that's there, and um, I thought that was pretty fun. That was kind of cool. And then, I think, oh, the last thing I wanted to mention, we were talking about earlier about the cartoons. I didn't actually get a chance to get to this, and I saved it six days ago. On July 13th, BuzzFeed put out a thing, an article that says, Velma from Scooby-Doo is a lesbian and was supposed to be explicitly gay in the O2 movie. But the studio kept watering it down, apparently. And I don't really care about Wait, gay in the lesb- O2 movie? Yeah, when they made like the live action, I'm assuming. No, they were because she sat there on the piano and sang, You're just too good to be true. To fucking Fred. Well, they put out a pride thing, and it was her with a woman, like, on Instagram, and it was Tony Cervone or Cerverni, and he did, like, a pride thing. And it said, I've said this before, but Velma in Mystery Incorporated is not bi. She's gay. We always plan on Velma acting a little off and out of character while she was dating Shaggy, because that relationship was wrong for her, and she had unspoken difficulty with the why, he began. I don't think Marcy and Velma had to act on their feelings during the main timeline, but post-reset, they are a couple. You cannot like, you cannot, you cannot like it, but this was our intention. Okay, he concluded, referencing Marcy, a.k.a. Hot Dog Water, who fans have often thought of as Velma's implied girlfriend. I don't even know who this is, so it's got to be part of, like, some other It's probably the comics. Like, they, they do all these universe, um, changes up and things. Like, there's, like, multiple universes. But here's the thing, um, anything that has to do with kids doesn't have to be sexualized. Like, Spongebob can be Spongebob. He doesn't have to be gay Spongebob. Velma can be Velma, she doesn't have to be gay. Like, Patrick doesn't have to be gay for Spongebob. Yeah, I don't know, I guess my whole point is, is like, I, I love, I want everybody to be happy as who they are all the time. You know what I mean? I could care less. Like, whoever you are, whoever you decide to love, I really don't care. But I'm just like, everything is so highly sexualized anyway. Like, once you get past the cartoon phase as a child, that there's so much time for it. Like, why can't everything just be asexual and just be a cartoon that's fun? Like, why do we have to sexualize things as a cartoon? Like, for young children. And that's not me giving a pass to parents who can't have a discussion with children who go, Mommy, why are those boys kissing? Or, Mommy, why are those girls holding hands? Because I believe it's important as parents to say, well... You know, that's who they love, and, you know, and it's normal. And as long as you act like it's normal, they are always going to think it's normal. You know what I mean? As long as you tell them it's normal. But, like, with cartoons, it's kind of like, you just want them to have this innocence where they're not. Because, really, if you think about it, the only reason we care about it is because of sex. Who's having sex with who? Whom, right? Right. At the end of the day, like, if you say, well, you know, they love each other. It's boy, you know, boy and boy love each other. They just love each other. That's fine. But then when you get into actually saying, well, they're gay and, you know, they, you know, love who they want and everything, it really comes down to who's having sex with who, if you really think about it at the end of the day. 
right? It's like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like with cartoons, why can't just cartoons be cartoons and we don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff? You know what I mean? Like, Paw Patrol doesn't need to have, like, a gay character. and Right. You know? I, I feel like, let kids be kids. There's going to be more to, when, as they get older, they're, they're going to be more exposed to that and things like that. Mm-hmm. Don't sexualize things for kids. Just let yeah, the like, cartoons be cartoons. Like, they came out with Spongebob as gay. And, like, Spongebob didn't need it. They didn't need it. They, they have so many other things that we're saying Cartoons it is. don't have penises. They should not, or vaginas. They should not be sexualized. No, no, I like, agree. And they I should not be it. sexualized. And we, we could probably be like, well, you know, the LGBTQ needs more recognition. And that's fine. If you're watching an adult show and there's two gay people... And you're, the kid says, hey, you know, why is that guy kissing that guy? Like you said before, you can just say sometimes guys like guys. You, yeah. can, you can explain things, but you shouldn't have to explain to four-year-olds and six-year-olds mm-hmm. about sexuality unless they've asked you. Right. Like, and like, why don't, can't we just have one thing where nobody thinks about it? It's not about color. Right. It's not about sex. It's not about politics. Right. It's nothing. It's just kids having something because, you know, before you know it, they have to get into all those things, and then they're going to hear from people that aren't going to agree. You know what I mean? They're going to hear about, like, racist things. They're going to hear about homophobic things and all those things. And just let them be, like, kids for a little while. And when they ask, be an adult enough to tell them what it's going to be like. And as they get older, those things are going to roll in naturally anyway. You know, like the teenager shows, they're always going to have, like, the teenagers that are struggling and, they, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, as little babies, I just want... Little babies to not have to think about anything. And maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's not it's wrong. wrong. Well, we it's our opinion. Anyway, but I, we're going to wrap things up. And and believe me when I say that, I, I don't mean to hurt anyone by making that comment. I don't no, mean to be insensitive at all. God, so don't, don't apologize that for that. That's, well, I don't want anybody to think that I'm taking anything away what from they them. Think. I do because it's important to me. Like I always tell my son, I'm like, you should love everybody equally. I would, you know, right? Whatever. And we didn't say we didn't love everybody equally. We it's just, just said, the cartoons. We I want to make sure that we say cartoons. SpongeBob and Thelma don't need sexuality. Like, I just, and that's, yeah, that, that's nothing to apologize for. She's I so mean, much nicer than me. Anyway, anyway, we're gonna just move along. We're gonna wrap things up. Go ahead, Jamie. If you had to witness a statue getting sexually molested. <laughs> Um, please write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or you can find us on straight on the Straight From The Net page on Facebook. Um, we're also on a bunch of platforms that Danielle's going to tell you about. Oh, and really quick, we have listeners in Dublin, Ireland that I am dying to talk to. Oh, yeah. And we see that you guys do it all the time and we would love to get a shout out from you or give you a shout out because we see you listening all the time. Yeah. And you like made us the number two country that listens to us. So if you're from Ireland and you're listening, please reach out to us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and we want to talk about you on the podcast but in the meantime on the platforms we you can hear us every wednesday at one o'clock on the wmld the voice of hudson valley radio and every saturday at seven o'clock you can hit that replay they get it three days early or days earlier than we do are on the major platforms and every sunday you'll have a brand new episode on spotify tune in radio soundcloud ipodcast stitcher and google play music okay bye, bye.